Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And I'm excited about what God's doing. I know. We have another great boardroom chat. Praise the Lord. And we're going to shift to a new yeah. topic. But before we do that, I want you wanted to read a bunch of these uh, I think it's a uh, testimonies others. and things. Yeah. For you that have been watching, we did a part one, part two, and part three. Yeah, I on think. God's financial plan. On God's financial plan, about the hundredfold. And we sure we got a lot of response from people, you know, wanting to ask different questions and things of that nature. And it's a <laughs> blessing. So we want to read a few of those uh, uh, testimonies. Then we're going to go into something different here in just a minute. So go ahead, Kathy. Okay, this one comes from Tanya. It says, wow, I just prayed about finance. And the hundredfold, and God answered that quick through this boardroom chat. <laughs> Hallelujah, Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Because they had questions, and I'm sure yeah, they sure. learned some things. Yeah, sure. I understand things. that. Also, we had people watching from Auckland, New Zealand. Auckland. Henry says, I'm grateful for this teaching, watching from Uganda. Yeah. Kim says, hi, from Poland on the mission field. We're ministers and missionaries from California, and we're partners with you. We love you both. Praise the Lord. Hugo says, I really enjoyed watching the program and I learned so much. God bless you and your beautiful family in Jesus' name. Hello from Guadalajara, Mexico. Praise God. And then the chosen uh, is the handle. I don't know who this, where they're from. Let me see. It says, thank you both for this teaching. I have been a partner to this ministry since March of 2022 which has been a year now, and I have been seeing big, and in big capital letters, big change in my life spiritually, physically, and financially. Praise the Lord. JDM is the best, and the anointing is here. So, so they're saying, sow your seed so it can grow righteously. Well, people, I, I say it all the time, the anointing of increase is on us. I mean, get us on your side. I'm not just telling you to give something. I'm just telling you it's on it. It's yes. on me, and it's, I'm telling you, it'll come on you if you'll just believe God. Yeah. All you got to do is just believe God. Amen. Hook up with it, something. It works. That's the and word of works. God is right. It's true. And a lot of people are writing in. This is just a sample of what we just, just came in from the chat. Because uh, we have a lot of other outlets and things that we're yeah, doing that people yeah. respond to. But this is unique to the chat. It says, Tab Tabitha says, thank you for doing these chats. It's a blessing and funny. Uh, watching you both keeps me blessed. Watching from Wet Mountain Valley, Colorado. Wet Mountain Valley? I like it. Must be wet there, huh? <laughs> Must be wet. How, and the sky says, praise the Lord, Brother Jesse and Sister Kathy. Thank you both for the word. I will see you at the Visionary Conference. Love you both. Watching from Columbus, Ohio. Praise the so Lord. So the Visionary Conference what. is in July, and you can see all the details on the screen on Amen. our different websites and things. And we talk about vision every time. Constantly, mm -hmm. you know. Right. What else you got there? And then one last one that I have that I haven't read. Jim says, "Amen." I started tithing to JDM two days ago, and I have had peace that passes all understanding ever since. Bless you. I gave, and today I receive a free new washer and dryer. Isn't that a blessing? <laughs> I tell you what, God is so good and gracious. Something you about know. being obedient to God. Oh, yeah. when he tells you to do something that just brings a peace and a strength. And well, then it opens the door to God's blessing coming to your life. And the last one we did on the financial plan was the, uh, the different types of soil. And yeah. if you, I don't care how good a seed you got. If it's in the wrong soil, it won't grow, you know. Right. That's it. So now, yeah. I want to get into something new today. Now. Since you have had these teachings, I would advise all of you that have not watch the boardroom chat on the financial plan is three parts. <clears throat> you should watch all three because we go in segments there so you can get it all. Now that when this blessing is coming in and already we see people coming, you're going to have to know how to handle that. That's good. That's and I want to talk about a word that's wonderful. It's called wisdom. Okay. Wisdom. What is wisdom? Well, wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. I've seen a lot of people with knowledge, but no wisdom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but when you put wisdom into something, and if the Bible talks so much about it, 
and it will bless you. So now, let's say the hundredfold is coming to you. How do you handle that money if it's finances? How do you handle a hundredfold health? Do you just get crazy with your body? You know what I'm saying? Well, my God, I can just do anything, you know. And, you know I've had people do some stupid things just because they could and then wind up having problems in their body and overtaxed it, see? So wisdom is a very important thing. Uh, you could say this, uh, if you really wanna know what the right church to go to, you must use wisdom, not knowledge. Not, oh, that looks successful over there. Yeah, but a lot of things Satan has look successful on the outside, but it's rotten to the core on right, the inside. Right. So you gotta understand So I wanna read a scripture in Proverbs chapter four. We're gonna read it on the King James Version. And I, I don't want to, I'm going to start with verse one. Hear you children the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding. And he said, for I give you good doctrine, forsake you not my law, for I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto them, let thine heart retain my words, keep my commandments and live. Now verse five, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, which mm -hmm. means you can. Mm -hmm. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. So if you want to be preserved in life, you got to have wisdom. Mm -hmm. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Verse 7 is where I really want to get to. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. And then go, verse 8 and verse 9 tells you what happened. Mm -hmm. You exalt her. Now, I want you to understand chapter 5, verse 1 says, My son, attend unto my wisdom and bow thy ear to my understanding. Notice that. And if you go to chapter 2, Kathy, it talks about wisdom like crazy. Ah. My son, verse 1, My son, if thou would receive my words and hide my commandment with thee, so that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply thy heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lift her up thy voice for understanding. Then it tells you, it keeps going to verse 7. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. And if you keep going, it's all over the place. You go to chapter 3 and it says, My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandment. That's verse 1. You shall find favor and trust in the Lord and all thine heart. Lean not to your own understanding. I mean, it just, it just, and it's then everywhere. verse 13. Right. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom. Mm -hmm. Now you see. I like verse six. You skipped over six that. Again. It's one of my favorite yeah, ones. Go ahead. It says, For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. That's my whole point. So it's staying connected to God, listening to him. And, and you know, it's when Jesus walked the earth, he said the statement quite often, He that has an ear, let him hear. What I'm saying. What right. I'm saying. So it was not just hearing with your outer ear, but it's hearing with your heart, a heart that we talked about in the in the parable of the sower, a heart that's receptive and open to the things of God. Because he said to more that's, if, that's given, more will be given. That's right. If you receive what God gives you in his word with a good heart, then he wants to give you more and help you to understand what you don't understand. Well, yet. you know, I've been preaching 47 <clears throat> years and I've seen some great and phenomenal ministries, but they didn't have any wisdom in them. It grew fast and didn't know how to handle it. Didn't know how to uh, get it out to the world the way God said go to the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Like I've seen some, some ministries, <clears throat> you know, they moved their ministry according to what place they wanted to live instead yeah. of where God wanted them to go. Yeah, you know, I think it's so amazing when you said that, I thought about people that, you know, they get to a place because of God's anointing and and presence in their right. ministry and life, then all of a sudden they shift and try to do things in the natural and figure out how the world does it. Yeah. Instead of continuing to follow the voice of God, Amen. what got you there in the first place, you got to stay on that, sta that straight and narrow path. Hey, hey, let me give you a prime example of what I mean by that. <clears throat> uh, I'm a Louisiana born Cajun boy. I was born on the West Bank of New Orleans called Algiers, which is a borough 
of the New Orleans uh, mm -hmm. area. Now watch this. And I like Louisiana. The food's phenomenal. I think it's the best food in the world. I've been all over the world. But I love Texas. And that's me and your life started out in Texas. You know, we, we got married at Holy Rosary Catholic Church there in your hometown, home of Louisiana. Right, right. And, and three days later, boom, we're, we're in that Buick LeSabre. Remember that big old, old ugly yeah. thing? But it was right, <laughs> right. Because you had a job. Yeah, 1962 Buick LeSabre. Yeah. And it was, the, the year was 1970, and uh, me and Kathy got married. And so we were driving to Texas. I just love Texas. I just like cowboys. I like boots. Silver Buckles, Kendall Copeland's a good friend of mine. We go into a Western store. He said, if you want to find Jesse in the store, go look where that shiny stuff, you know? They have <laughs> yeah. them little shiny things on their collars. You and used all. to put the, the little shiny thing on the collar yeah. and on the tips of your boots. Oh, oh yeah. Even <laughs> when you had a hat, which you wore like one time, I think, you had to have a silver, some kind yeah, of shiny Yeah, I had to have a silver band around that thing. You know, just <laughs> like all that stuff. Now, I love Texas, and I have a lot of great friends in Texas. Oh, God. And every time I go, I just enjoy it. I love the Mexican food. I just love people. I've had so many friends tell me, why don't you move to Texas? I've had people give me property if I would move to Texas to build my ministry. More than once. Right? More than once. I'm talking free. I'm talking not, I'm not talking about an acre of land. I'm talking a bunch, a bunch of... Whatever you need. Whatever I needed. Free. Boy, I thought, this has got to be the Lord. And I said, that's not me. I said, this sure sound like you, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I've always wanted to see Jesus coming on a horse with a cowboy hat on. <laughs> you know, and all that kind of stuff. He is going to come on a horse one day, but I'm not sure about that hat. I don't know about that hat. <laughs> He's gonna, I think he'll have a crown on. So. Why haven't you moved to Texas? Wisdom. The Lord didn't tell me to. I will not do something because I want to do it unless God tells me to do it. Or it looks profitable in and, the and natural. It, yeah, and it, I mean, and or it, it was very like, profitable. It looks like common sense. Yeah. I mean, in I fact, mean, one of them told you, well, you know, they, I think when you said, I don't know about that, he says, well, the Lord just helped. What did he say about that? The Lord, he says, well, you can let, he'll let you make that decision. Yeah. <laughs> but, and that sometimes works. Yeah. But there, and, but God leads us by his spirit and you had it. We had a check. No, this is where, this is our soil. This is where, this we is where God told me to stay. <clears throat> now you see the whole thing is this. I'm not moved by things that I want to do myself. <clears throat> I've seen ministries move all over the country. You know, they want to go here. They want to go there. They want to go do this. They want to go do that. And, and spend a lot of, quote, good part in the money, because it costs a lot of money to move a ministry and move people that want to go with you and things of that nature. But I refuse to do that because, you see, not only did I get wisdom, I prayed for wisdom, but I also prayed for understanding and for knowledge, the ability to use what God has given me. And I really believe if I went to Texas, God would bless me. That's not the issue. But he didn't tell me to go. See what I'm saying? He didn't. Now, when we got born again, I got born again in Boston, Massachusetts. We were on the road when I got born again. We were living in Texas in, um, um, uh, uh, I, I call it Garland Road there. And I can't remember where that apartment was there in that. Dallas, to make a long story short. So I thought I would just, after I got born again, I would just come back to Texas because that's where me and your life started <laughs> out, our married life anyway. And the Lord said, go back to New Orleans. And I said, I don't, I don't. I don't, I like New Orleans. I don't dislike it, but I wanted Texas. But I knew I had enough sense, even as a baby Christian, to obey the Lord. That's a very powerful statement right there. Yes. You know, to obey the Lord, to so see what God would want me to do. And because I have done what the Lord has asked me to do, everything I've touched has prospered 
in, in, in the city of New Orleans, in, in Louisiana. Everything. I'm, that's the big word, everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. Spiritual, physical, financial. Now, you see, now what I did was in verse 7, <coughs> wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom, get understanding. What all thy getting, get, uh, get, you get understanding. And, and when you understand, then the happiness came. And, and, and that's in verse of uh, chapter 3. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. What verse is that? That is uh, chapter four, uh, chapter 3, verse 13. So we have been happy in the city of New Orleans, and we will continue to be happy. Now let me tell you how I am about God's Word. If doing this boardroom chat, the Lord spoke to me and said, move everything to Texas, I'm going to Texas. I would call a staff meeting and said, I'm selling everything. We're moving to Texas. If you want to come with me, you can your job is secure, but you're going to have to come with me. And I really believe this without a shadow of a doubt, because every time I've done things of that magnitude, it's worked, and everybody wanted to come with me, every house sold, I mean, every, different things, you know what I'm saying? When I moved from Homa to New Orleans and different people, I mean, it was just amazing. We, we first started our ministry out in Kathy's hometown, Homa, then we came to New Orleans. And, uh, uh, and Homa's about 56 miles west of New Orleans. But I had to be close to the airport. Yeah, that was the purpose of it. Because yeah. you were traveling a lot. We didn't have an air, our own personal aircraft at that time. At that time, no. So you did a lot of traveling right. from the airport. And so we moved about six miles from the airport that time. I honestly believe if I had a staff meeting today and the Lord told me to move, and everybody in the ministry would want to come, all the houses would sell. That's one thing about God. God would take care of everything, and we'd be on the road and he, we'd have to find a compound. Lord Jesus, a lot of, we have a lot of people that work for us. And stay. In other words, God would show us what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. That's the understanding part of the wisdom. Are oh, you understand what I'm saying? You see, so, and it's the same way in your own natural life. You may be single and you look at a guy and you say, that's a good looking boy. You know, yeah, but is he for you? Or that's a good looking woman. Yeah, but is she for you? So you need some understanding on that. Just because that, that girl gives you goosebumps or that boy gives you goosebumps don't mean uh, the goosebumps is going to last forever. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And you got to understand that, see? Wisdom and what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. And that's what I'm talking about today. And everything we've touched is prospered. When God began to bless us financially, listen to me. I mean, big blessing. I ain't talking about a few dollars here. Big blessing in the millions, in the hundred millions, in the 200 millions. In the 300 millions, in the 400 million. You want me to keep going on? <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, we had to have wisdom on how to handle all these things that God was doing. And instead of going, whoa, I'm going on a spending spree. Whoa, I'm going to do all this thing. And there's nothing wrong with spending money. That's not the issue or, or, or saving money. But what, Lord, what will thou have me to do? Now, I'm talking about our ministry. Where do you want me to place this amount of money? And I never forget, not too long ago, you told me, uh, Jesse, uh, you asked me, how many Spanish-speaking people are in the world? Like as if I know that. I mean, I don't know. But the Lord had spoke to you, and I think George has <clears> said <throat> that we need to start making a move. I call it making a move on the Spanish-speaking peoples of the world. So we started doing that, see. And, 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 and people now from all over the Spanish-speaking speaking countries, they view writers, viewers, all kinds right. of different We've things. Had, I think over Powerful. a million views just on the Spanish. Oh, I mean, it's just amazing. Maybe it's that's many a month even. It's, uh, yeah, it's really, mean, you know, it's, it's so ex exciting to see all the people that are being touched and we get to see the translations of Amen. The comments and it's, it's been amazing. Well, it's the same way with, I have thousands of uh, 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 requests to come and preach and yet 
I use wisdom and where should I go? And everybody thinks, oh, he just goes to the big churches. No, I don't. I go to very small churches at times. I go as the Spirit of God quickens me because when you get wisdom, you get understanding. Let me go back to finances because I don't care how rich you are. If you ain't got any sense on how to operate it, you'll be broke. Let me give you one of the most powerful families, one of the richest families in the world, got nothing today. And that was the Vanderbilts. At one time, yeah. Cornelius Commodore Vanderbilt. You're talking about one of the richest was families that the in 1800s America. Or in the 1800s? In the 1800s. And he built a shipping business. And then from that, the railroads and Grand Central Station. I mean, and I mean, it was just money. On his deathbed, he told his son, keep the money in the family. Keep it there. But, you know, what happened was, and I'm telling you, just the way it was, and, and the, uh, what is the Commodore uh, Vanderbilt, his William Vanderbilt, he doubled the money <clears throat> from the father. But then he broke his own rule and began, changed his will and did different things. And before you know it, today... The, Van, the Vanderbilt name is still there, but it's nowhere, there's nothing compared to what it once was. Mm. Why? A lack of wisdom. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I had a preacher tell me, it takes me $10 million to do something ministry that Jesse the Planets can do with a million. Not that I'm smarter, but I pray for this wisdom because it's a principal thing. Right. You know, when you sow seed into this ministry and you give graciously, and thank you, partners, for doing that. I don't waste your money. I will not be lazy with your seed. What is this seed for? What do we do with this seed? And then I want the results from, because mm-hmm. I look for great soil. And if I, God tells us to do it, and you told us, and George told us that we'd go do the Spanish thing, and it's beginning now to, to turn around, we can see the profit, and not just doing it for the profit, so we can continue see to do fruit, more. See the results. More, yeah, the fruit of it, you know. Right. And it's just amazing what God is doing today. And that's what I want to talk about today. And the reason why me and you uh, in our marriage, sometimes we argue quite a bit, but we have enough wisdom not to walk out and get mad as a hornet, you know, like some people do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, we, we do argue, and we would never argue if she'd listen to me, you know. <laughs> well, you know, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. Yeah. And so I have an opinion, and, yeah, but and you don't I'm have thankful. To cut me. <laughs> <laughs> not trying to cut you. I'm just trying to cut through the... the uh, yeah, yeah, but my arm happens to be there, and I'm walking around with a I nub. I have an opinion, and uh, I feel... I think it's a You know great what I told you about opinions, huh? Well, I now, If I want one, I'll give you mine. <laughs> you didn't like that at all. I don't listen to that. <laughs> she, she don't listen to any of that junk. Yeah. But you see, and that's... And there what, was a scripture that told, God told Abraham, hearken unto your wife. Hearken unto thy wife. There are going to be times where God gives me some wisdom and insight into that's the right. matter, and you've respected that, and there sure. are many times you have it. Sometimes we, we get it together, but if, but if we both are kind of in conflict about what to do. We pause. We don't rush ahead. We respect that enough to say, well, maybe this is not the time. And we talk it right. through. It's and not that you sure won't that do we, it. We make sure we get the mind of God on it because ultimately we just want to please God Amen. and do what he wants. And, and that, that's the whole key. It has to do with what God wants done in your life, spiritually, physically, and financially. I'll give you an example. You know, I've bought a lot of cars in my life. I've always liked cars and I had to buy a lot of vehicles for the ministry. My God. I mean, you know, trucks and you know, to carry stuff, the conventions, you name it. I mean, we had stuff everywhere. I always thought I could buy a car and, make, and cut a good deal. Yeah, because at one time you were a car dealer, you uh, <laughs> no, car, car salesman. Dealer, car sorry, salesman. car salesman when, when we first met or not long yeah, after right? we met, you started doing, you sold cars. My brother was also a car salesman at that same place. And uh-huh. it was just for a short time. But I remember you had, uh, I was young. You had that demonstrator that let you. You run, uh, a QXR7 convertible. Oh, Lord. 
was, this wasn't me and Kathy, me and Kathy wasn't we're married. We're dating then. just for that short. You know, just, you know, it's just the job. How but many what? months were you there, maybe? I just don't remember now. That's a long time we ago. We didn't have the car a long time. But it no, was nice while we nice had it. It was nice while we had it. It was a blessing. <laughs> so watch this. One day I said, I, I got to get a, another vehicle. And the Lord said, why don't you invite me to go? And I thought that was kind of silly I didn't mention. But see, you can't think a thought like that with a God not hearing you. Exactly. He said, I know exactly what I'm doing. So I went, I said, okay, Lord. And that was a life me. lesson God gave it you that It was a that life time. lesson. That was not a, a major purchase, and, and but letting God in on even those small purchases yeah. trains your spirit and, it, and your heart and your mind to be able to apply it when you need it for bigger things, which we've done over the and, years. And for, by working for a car dealership, I understood markup and things at MSP, uh, manufacturer suggested retail price and all that kind of stuff. Well, I decided to go with, I said, okay, Lord, just come on with us. So I went to the car dealer. This is a true story. I come in, boy, and I saw this car I liked. And it was a burgundy color. And I never had had a burgundy colored car in my life. I said, I think I'm going to get that one. And the Lord said, that's not for you. I said, okay. Well, right. which one is? And he said, keep walking. So I walked about another, I don't know, 50 feet out of the car. Like back, and I saw this silver looking beautiful car. And he said, that's yours. <laughs> and I said, okay. And then the Lord said, that this is what you're going to pay for it. Hmm. I said, Okay, now I'm having a conversation with God and I'm by myself and I could see the car salesman, he, he coming out of the glass, I call it the glass hanging, the glass, you know, where, where they put the cars up there. Can I help you, sir? I said, yeah, I'll come here to buy a car. Mm -hmm. He said, well, man, you're at the right place. You know, you know all the whole different stuff like that. And I said, I, and I brought the Lord with me. And he said, what'd you say? <laughs> that freaks out people when you say stuff like that. I said, I brought the Lord with me. I said, you, he said, you brought who? I said, I brought the Lord with me. And I just smiled. And the Lord said, this is my car <laughs> right there. And he said, well, great, man. He said, I said, I done made up my mind. And the Lord said, this is what we're going to pay for it. He said, whoo, the Lord makes a good deal. I said, he's Jewish. He don't pay retail. And then we, he laughed and I laughed. But I was serious as I could be. Mm -hmm. So we walked back into his office like that. And they're going to try to wheel and deal on the, on the price, you know. Sure. I said, well, if I would listen to you and you're giving me a good price, but I would disobey God. So I don't want to go to hell over a car. <laughs> this is what the Lord said I would pay for this car. Now, can you make that decision? See, I never take no from a person who can't say yes. He said, well, I have to ask my boss. I said, go get the boy. Mm -hmm. So he goes, get the boy. And the man comes in. I said, I was praying. The Lord came here. He looked at me. He said, who? I said, the Lord. <laughs> and he said, he's going to pay this price. And I saw his eyes blinked. He said, and he said the same thing as the salesman. He said, man, the Lord makes a good deal. I said, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to obey God or are you going to miss God and go to hell? What are you going <laughs> to do? He just looked at me. He said, well, I certainly don't. This is a true story. I certainly don't want to go to hell. I'll sell you the car at that price. Now, watch this. Little did that man realize, year, uh, maybe six, eight months later. And the that, price was a fair price. A fair price. Right. Even the one that they gave me before right, what the Lord right. said. Well, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't knocking the price. But that man needed me. About six months later, he needed my help bad in, in his family. They were having trouble. Okay. And we had formed a relationship over the Lord and that car. Ladies and gentlemen, God is my witness. I drove that car off the lot that day. That's the only car. The, let, me, let me back up. The only vehicle I've ever had in my entire life, and I've had a bunch of them, that I never had to bring it back to the car dealership other than its oil changes, which you, you do that. Not one thing wrong ever. And the Lord, i never forget, he said, well, don't you think I know how to buy a car? Now, you know, you may laugh at such a thing, but that was wisdom. Mm -hmm. 
Now, people say, well, yeah, but you know how to buy a car. Well, yeah, I know how to buy a car. I understand the, uh, the, the mechanics of it. I understand all that kind of stuff. But I never thought to ask God to go with me. I thought that was kind of, that's kind of foolish in my mind. But God is, he said he notices even the little sparrow that falls. Right. He notices every little thing. Mm -hmm. Wisdom is the principal thing, verse 7. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, you get understanding. Now, I want to go over to chapter 2, Kathy. Okay. And I want you to see what it says about this in verse, um, ver uh, well, let me read verse one. My son, if thou will receive my words, are you receiving these words today? And hide my commandments with thee. Are you putting the word of God inside of you? Mm. So that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding. Now watch it. And he says, if you cries for knowledge, and he keeps going, verse four, if you seek her as silver, Verse 5, then shalt thou understand the fear, the respect of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. For the, verse 6, for the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth, cometh knowledge and understanding. Now you think about that. And you keep going, you can read all the way through chapter 2. You get over to chapter 3, he's not finished yet. He starts talking about the wisdom of God and everything. You find favor. You honor the Lord. And then you get this uh, verse 13 of chapter 3, happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. And watch this. It, it talks about wisdom being more precious than rubies. It gives you length of days and, and riches and honor. This thing it is an amazing thing, the wisdom of God. Right. So there's a lot of times some things come up in my life. I don't really know what to do about certain things. So I go before the Lord. I said, there's two things I need. I prayed every day in, in, my, in my devotion. I said, Lord, you said, uh, ask wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Right. Get wisdom, get understanding. I need wisdom and people to help me complete my destiny mm -hmm. and reach my destination. Because all I want to do in my life is please the Lord. And all I want to do is say what he says and do what he says. <clears throat> you know, the reason why Jesus was very successful, he said, I only say what my father says and I only do what my father says to do. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason I really believe why the Lord wanted me to do this, many of you looking today, you got to make some decisions right. spiritually, physically, financially, maybe all three. And you're going to need the wisdom of God on what to do, when to do it, where to do it and how to do it. Once you get that wisdom, you get that knowledge, not wisdom, the ability to use that knowledge. Then once you start using the knowledge then the understanding of what you're doing is coming to pass. You see, I see the end of my life. I know exactly what I'm supposed to do in this life. In other words, God didn't just start, let me start at the beginning. He showed me the end before, before I began. He said, now, are you willing to walk this path? Are you willing to do what I ask you to do? You got to understand something about God. He finished, then he began. What do you mean? Jesus wasn't crucified 2,000 years ago. That was his deathly, uh, his physical thing. The Bible right. said he was a lamb led to the slaughter before the foundation of the earth. Right. So G God had finished all redemption before it even started. He finished it and began. Well, in my life, when I built this ministry and God used me to build it and used my partners to help me build it, he showed me both ends, the beginning, the end. What is your destiny, Brother Jesse? Six billion dollars in satellites. Seven low orbit, seven high orbit. I had a man ask me the other day, a partner, uh, have you got that yet? No, I had the six billion on the table, but they wouldn't do what God wants to do. And the Lord told me to walk away. You, you see, I'd rather die believing something than to quit and not say, well, it, it just didn't work. Yeah. See, because I saw the beginning and I saw the end. 
So that's why you see me, you never see me sad, sick, depressed, discouraged, despondent, broke. You never see me saying, if you'll help me today, we can't make it on here. Well, no, because I saw the beginning and the end. But the, the major question was, Jesse Duplantis, are you willing to walk this trail? Are you willing to do what I ask you to do? Now, he didn't show me all the little things in between from the beginning to the end. Right. Little did I realize that he would ask me for all my money twice. And when I say all my money, I mean going to Jody, which is a little girl's piggy bank, opening it up and taking the quarters out. Are you willing to do this? And we did. And today we're so blessed. And I'll never forget a few years back, I said, Lord, will you ever ask me for all my money again? Because <clears throat> I got a lot more now. And I don't mean that pridefully. And the Lord said, no, you passed the money test. See, it was... Beginning, end, and a lot of things in between. I honestly believe this till the day Jesus comes, I go by the way of the grave. I would have never went to home of Louisiana to meet this girl. My mama, uh-uh. We were going to be born and raised on the West Bank of, the, of New Orleans, Louisiana. But my father got transferred to Homer. I believe this, and you've heard me say it. I really believe the reason why, so that I would meet you, we would get married, and we'd build this ministry. And I mean, I mean, I would have never met Catherine Marie Carre. Uh, and, and none of that. No, never. But yet, and my mama said, we're not moving to Homer. And daddy said, but my God, if I don't take this, it was a promotion. And he said, they might fire me. So we didn't move to Homer. And I met Kathy about mm, two or three years later, something like that, at a swimming pool. Uh, you know, I was doing a lifeguard situation there. And uh, little did I realize, but I never forget the day I got born again. And that was on Labor Day weekend, 1974, on a Saturday night, about a quarter to nine. I'm very good with figures. I don't, I, I don't forget numbers. And when <laughs> immediately I knew, go back to Homer. I didn't want to. I wanted to go to Texas. But I was willing to do whatever, which was in between. Right, right. And when God called me to the ministry. Now, you know, why was I a musician? I helped so many churches with choirs. Music, I wrote songs for him, I did all that kind of stuff. That's how I thought born again. But I want to go back to the, I saw my life when he called me. Now he said, are you willing to do this? You know, and you know, a lot of times you can just say, hmm, yeah. You know what I said? I said, whoa, I got, I got, I, I got to think about that. Right. I needed understanding. Right. And then right. I said, Lord, there's a lot of things I don't understand. I, I, I'm not qualified. <clears throat> you know, I haven't been to seminary. He said, I'll teach you. I said, all right. And my God, I got three honorary, doc, three honorary doctor degrees today, and I know the, I'm not bragging about this. I know this word of God. Right. Now, not just believe it. I know this word of God. That's why I can take all that persecution over prosperity because it's not about money. They just think it is. You see, what it is is prosperity, spiritual, physical, financial, every facet of your life. You know, the scriptures say the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And I was just thinking when you were talking about our beginnings, you know, you had a mother that loved God, that Ooh, prayed, and I'm sure she was praying for her children. I'm sure she was praying right. for you. We never realized at the time, but when we later got born again, we looked back and saw how God had led our steps and connected us sure. together. And, you know, we, we really didn't recognize it at the time. Now we do. But now that we know God, we can learn his steps and follow his plan, you know, because the because he wants to guide us with a, sure. with a strong hand. and But the way that you get wisdom is to read his word. People will say, well, I can't hear God's word, we, God's voice. Well, you know what? Go crack open the book of Proverbs, crack read it out loud <laughs> to yourself, and you'll start hearing 
wisdom from heaven because it was written down under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit for, for us today, and it helps give us the wisdom we need. Get a, I mean, there's 31 of them. You could read one a day and, and just meditate on it. Not just read it and rush out the door, but meditate on it. Trust God and Amen. ask the Holy Praise Spirit God. to give you something that day that will help you to, uh, to learn how to operate in this life. I really want to read that. Okay. Some, Before you do it, I want to say this, and this is a compliment to you. Yeah, when I ahead. married Kathy, she didn't have a lot of wisdom. She would do everything I said. That was wrong. That was selfish. Not on her part. On my part, just do what I tell you to do, woman. I was raised that way. You tell that woman what to do and all kind of stupid stuff. But she got wisdom over the years. <laughs> and now she said, you talking to me? Are you talking to me? And some of my <laughs> Let me tell you something, you old white-headed fool. Some of my wisdom is I have to pause and wait for the right moment to say <laughs> yeah. what needs to be said. When I wasn't mad. I'm working it out. I'm working it out. But she did it. We're See not perfect, and we're no. Well, but we have to learn. And no. sometimes, if I just try to push my way on him, or what I believe is wisdom, if I try to just push that in on him at that moment, it's not going to be received in the right way. So I have to pray and pause, and most of the time I do. The two there P's: times, pray and pause. Yeah, and, and ponder. And, it's the and, three P's. And, <laughs> And, and, and then pray again. And then pray again. <laughs> and then I'm led uh -huh. by the Spirit. Of, but I trust the Lord because I've often said it. I'm going to say it again. Every, most everything that I've uh, felt that we needed to do together and or that you well, needed to do, you <laughs> came kicking and screaming. So the first thing was, Jesse, you need oh, to get born again. Because go. that was, no, I'm not doing this. Whether it's <laughs> preaching, building the church, yeah. some things that I want to have done that. in the ministry. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. The second thing is, is always, well, maybe, if because I, I kept at it and kept praying finding the right moment to say You know why things. I had to do that. Let me finish. Okay. And then the third thing was, okay, let's do it. And then the fourth thing is always, I'm so glad I thought of that or something similar yeah. to that. See, Kathy won't so do all this stuff, but I... Y'all told me I had to pay for it all. Well, you know, I'm a, I am a finance numbers man. I'm thinking, well, how am I going to do this? Because you were leaning to your own understanding. Yes, and, but lean you can't, not. That, but lean not. But you didn't have us. any understanding. You just go down and go no, to buy and stuff. Doing, and I said, I won't really, do that. Not really. I'm <laughs> and, not going to take and that. repent in front of the people, Kathy. Come not, on. <laughs> I don't have to repent. I didn't okay, do that. Right. Well, anyway, so what happened when she said those things? I said, well, well, I mean, do you have a budget? Do you, do you know what it costs? You know. And, and you know what he said about this? I counted the cost before I built Justin the Plans Ministry. The Bible said count the cost before you build that tower. And that's wisdom. And we do that. And we talk about Debt it. Free. We hash it off back and forth. We talk to other people. And we get bids on everything that we do. I mean, we were mm -hmm. building this headquarters. Our, our, our thoughts were to... Uh, to take get three a bid three bids on everything mm -hmm. and the, the the bid we chose wasn't always the lowest but we were led by the spirit yeah. of which one the to lowest take. bid not may be the best bid and the highest bid not may be the best bid yeah, but it's I, the best quality of work that's right but i always love to say go sharpen your pencil I mean right. what is that the best you could do the reason, we love to negotiate <laughs> and the reason why we did it because i saw it from the beginning to right. the end right and i knew i would do it debt free on the budget now you know i had people when we were building this uh they call it a campus or whatever you want to call it such. Um, so you can't do that for that amount of money. Yeah, but the Bible said I can do all things through Christ. See? Yeah, yeah, you know what you see? They're thinking only intellectual, range and research, induction and reason, intellectual activity. I was thinking spirit. The, I, I preached a sermon one time called the experience of spiritual thinking because I saw the beginning and the end. I know what I'm going to do. Now, you got to put all these things together. I've never played chess, but they say that's a phenomenal game. They said I would like it because I'm a thinker. I don't know. I never have uh, played chess. 
and uh, you know yet you have to play you ahead. You have to sit still long enough to yeah. learn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And, and that's a <laughs> and hard thing frustrated. for me to do. And uh, God's word is so it's gracious and gift. good. So what happened was, I said, so when Kathy gives me these things, I start doing that. Right. I thought, well, let me think about that because it costs me money. And it's good to think it through. The Studio C, it, I'm in here. I mean, this is over a million dollars. I don't know about you, but a million bucks is a lot of money to me. Now, and I use people that they gave to it. Well, I'm not going to waste your seed. Right. You work too hard for yours. So I was very careful about what to do. And, and sometimes I would tell them, hold, halt. Yeah. You know, and look around here and there. And, and I got to say, my staff came back and said, this was supposed to cost us this, but you know what? They did some more research or whatever they did. George found here a is better the, price. And found a much better price. Because where you see, you say, this don't look like a million. This ain't where the money is. This is the cheaper stuff. The cosmetic part, right? Yeah. The, the look. You want to go see the, the money, you go back in the back where all the machines is. Or and all up, them, up high. Uh, what they call that, routers and... Mm -hmm. Ooh, I don't know the name, cameras, and then, and now you're talking about, as far as the prettiness of it, Kathy did a great job on it, that's not that much money, you know, if you think, I mean, that's nothing. It's the guts that cost a lot, you know, and, but you know what, we, we actually broke it down, and we've had people tell, when we bought those beautiful, we got some of the best cameras in the world, what I call broadcast cameras. I mean, we worked on that price. We did everything. They said, you can't do that for that. But the Bible said, I could do all things through Christ. Yeah, I know he said that, but no, there's no conjunctions to God's word. He means what he says and says what he means, but you've got to stick with it. That's the understanding part of it. Now, I wish it would happen yesterday. Sometimes it took some long time to do some things, you know, and then, uh, but you know, I, I can tell the difference when Kathy wants to do something and when the Lord has told her to do something. There's a vast difference. Then when you want to do something, yeah, 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 let's get this thing out. But when God tells you to do something, there's a, you become resolute. Right. You become <clears throat> steadfast, immovable, abounding. There's a strength there. Right. And you'll say it this way, Jesse, we need to do this. Right. Well, I remember a statement that do. you said, I don't know, it's probably in one of your sermons. You said that vision always runs in advance of your ability to fulfill it. That's right. So God will give you the vision first, and then you have to meditate on it. See, uh, the vision comes first in seed form, and when it's planted in your heart, then you have to, you know, it's conceived at that point. But you have to perceive it, which means you have to think about it and understand all the details right. of it, the beginning from the end and how everything's going to interact and what will that involve, what's gonna, what is it going to take. And, and then so you can, first it's conceived, then it's perceived, and then, then you'll receive it. You'll be right. able to receive what God's calling you to do. You'll be able to walk it out and you'll be able to walk in your there it is. You know, right. there, and the, the fulfillment of what God has told you to do. But it's a process. So, But it does start in seed form. God will give you vision in advance of your ability to, to receive fulfill. it, to fulfill it. But you have to pray for wisdom and, and walk that thing out. Right. And I'm going to say something that sounds arrogant. We had, oh man, I know I'm going to get some, I'm going to catch some hell on you this. You know how often you say that. I know, but I know. <laughs> but because well, so I'm it thinking sounds, when he starts up, I say, well, why say it? But well, it's, I'm gonna say it's it. okay. Because well, it sounds arrogant and cocky when it's assurance and confidence. In 47 it's, years of ministry, now you ready for this? Hmm. We have not made a financial mistake on God's buildings, on what God told us to buy, 47 years. We still got chairs we bought 40 years ago. We just recovered them <laughs> because I they were good ones. I repurposed them. Repurposed, yeah. I moved yeah. things around and or I just have been doing like a lot of that yeah. lately oh, in yeah. the uh, 
in the and, ministry. And I know that sounds crazy. That sounds arrogant. No, because you know what we did? We not only got wisdom, we got understanding, and we got the knowledge to produce that. Yeah, we I think it's because we, we value the seed of what, the partner. And what, what purchased everything. So we make right. we squeeze every bit of life out of something we get, that we, we can. We can get blood out of turnips. You ever heard it say you get a blood out of and a turnip? And it's not a bad thing. It. Some people will be critical of that, but we call it fragments, watching off of the fragments. And uh, because Jesus, when he fed mm -hmm. the multitudes, he says, gather the fragments so mm -hmm. that there's no loss. We don't want to see loss in any area. No, and we take and care of everything And there are times when we discard says. things and, or sow them, give them away because no. they still have some life, but they're not useful for our purpose any longer because we've moved on to a different level or right. just doing some new things. Well, you know, we're not, I'm telling you, I mean, I've had them, uh, when we bought these new cameras, the broadcast cameras, when we bought those broadcast cameras about four or five years ago, whatever it was. Now watch that. We had some, the best ones before. Now normally after about four or five years, they finished. We had them, how long, George? Uh, uh, I got people behind the camera. That the first 15, one, 15 years. years. He said. And when watch this, when the was it Sony or Ikagami, I don't know whatever. When they came, they wanted our cameras. They said, "We've not, our cameras have never lasted this long." Well, when we build something for God, we take care of it. I had some person say this the other day. They walked into our church, and we have one of the most beautiful churches you've ever seen. It is gorgeous. They said, "This carpet, my God, it looks like it's at like it's Ritz Carlton carpet." I said, "Well." Uh, we went for the best, and they thought we put it in there a year or two ago. It's been in there over 20-something years, Yeah, and there was but a, we watch over and it. And there was a partner who helped us get it at cost, That's so right. it was a great bargain, but we got the best. We got the best. See, not only the best, but we watch over it. If you come to our ministry, we, uh, we, 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 the, the stuff not all tore up and everything. We watch over everything. Mm -hmm. What I'm doing is watching over the seed that you sow, partner. I am not going to waste your seed. You work too hard for that. So when people come, they go, man, this place is beautiful. I said, well, you built it. Yeah, but my God, well, did y'all just do this? No, we did that 25 years ago, 25 years. Well, we saw the beginning, we saw the end. And God said, take care of my things, Jesse. And we do that. Partners, we take care of your seed. Many of you giving, I want to thank you. And if you want to be a partner and you're not one, you need to become a partner of this ministry because simply because of the amount of increase that's on it. So you can get out of debt. So you can understand what we're talking. You get wisdom on how, what to do. People are calling me all the time, ministers, but just what would you do about this financially? What would you do about that? What would you do about this? Well, I'm not bragging on myself. What I'm saying is I'm very cautious about the seed that people sow into this ministry. And I'm, I will not be lazy with it, and I'm going to get blood out of that turnip. That's not being uh, tight. It's just called good business. And Jesus was a very, God is a very good business God, call it what you want. So if you want to give today, you go to JDM.org if you'd like to and hit the donate button. You can do that. That's our website. You can use PayPal. You can text to give something or you can mail in a donation. 100% of it is going in, on the world evangelism. We're about ready to go on a mission tour. Good God. It'll probably cost me almost $500,000, and I'm not charging one of those churches. I'm not charging one of those countries anything whatsoever. I'm believing God to do it all. To do what? To reach people, to change lives one soul at a time. Now, I could get a check for $500,000 today, and that'd be the end of that. Now, you're the kind of man I am. When I get it, I, I say, okay, everybody, we don't need to get no more. We got it. Now, some people say, no, let more, let more come in. Well, there's nothing wrong with more coming in. That's not the issue. But I just like to be honest with people and just tell them the truth. But it's going to cost that much money to do these things. Why? I don't know why. It just costs to do it, you know. 
And uh, people say, well, are you worried about the dollar going down? No, no, I'm not concerned about that. because I ain't worried about inflation because you get inflated. You're going to make more money. So to do, do the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So I feel in my spirit, Kathy, that people, God wants people to be partners. So this anointing of increase will come off, off of us onto you. So you can get out of debt. We've been out of debt since 1982. It's so wonderful mm -hmm. not to have that pressure. Go to jdm.org. That's my uh, website, and you can hit the donate button or PayPal if you want to use that. Text to give a one-time uh, gift or a recurring one if you want, or you can mail in an old-fashioned donation. 100% of what you give is going into world evangelism. Now watch this. This is going to cost me about $500,000, this, this mission run I'm going to do. I'm going to ask the Lord for, I have asked the Lord this, and you've heard me say it a thousand times, you've heard me say it once, every dollar, give me a soul into the kingdom. I'm going to places I've never been. I'm going to Bermuda, I've never been there. Right. I'm looking forward to preach there right. and just minister. I'm going to Denmark, I've never been there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to Wits Switzerland, I've never been there. Right. I mean, this is amazing what's going on. I'm, I'm, and I've been to Italy. I'm stopping off in Italy. And I know there are a lot there. of leaders that are going to be in oh, these God. meetings. So we're going to impact whole congregations, That's whole right. nations, I believe. But it it's takes gonna... finance to do it. Yes. I, you know, I wish it wouldn't. You know, I wish, I wish it, the food was, was as expensive. The hotels, are, you know. But that's not the issue. That's what people do for a living. I have no problem with that. But I know God told me to go. You know why I know he told me to go? Because way back when, Beginning, in, mm -hmm. I saw the outreaches that I would go and do. That's why I've never changed. Mm -hmm. I have not changed. And people say that all the time. I've been knowing you for over 40 years. You don't change. Well, I may have got older than this, but I'm just saying, uh-uh, destiny and <clears throat> destination. And that's why I'm happy because I found this wisdom. I got wisdom. I got knowledge I and it. I got understanding. I love it. And I want it all to come to you too. That's right. Don't you agree, Kathy? I agree. Do you have totally. anything else to say? Go I, ahead. I really want to read this passage of scripture from the Passion Translation. Okay. You read from uh, Proverbs chapter 2, and it's really powerful in okay. this way it reads. It says, verse 1, I'm going to read all the way to verse 7. You can interrupt me in between because it's, it's going to touch your heart. It says, My child, will you treasure my wisdom? Then and only then will you acquire it. My God. And only if you accept my advice and hide it within you will you succeed. Man, so train cool. your heart to listen when I speak and open your spirit wide to expand your discernment. Then pass it on to your sons and daughters. Yes, cry out for comprehension and intercede for insight. For oh, I like it. Pass it on to you. What now? Your sons and daughters. Every man's work generation. must be a continuum. Why do you think I'm going to do this big mission outreach to pass this the gospel? The next generations, yes. exactly. I, I, that was Verse powerful. 4 says, For if you keep seeking it like a man who would seek for sterling silver, searching in hidden places for cherished treasure, then you will discover the fear of the Lord and find the true knowledge of God. Verse 6 says, Wisdom is a gift from a generous God. Mm. And every word he speaks is full of revelation and becomes a fountain of understanding within you. Verse 7 and 8 says, For the Lord has a hidden storehouse of wisdom made accessible to his godly lovers. He becomes your personal bodyguard as you follow his ways, protecting and guarding you as you choose what is right. 
That, how many verses? Where did that happen? Well, that's Proverbs? verse 8 and of what chapter? Proverbs chapter 2, 7 and 8. And I, I really meant to go all the way to 9 because this ahead. last part is really important. It says, Then you will discover all that is just, proper, and fair, and be empowered to make the right decisions as you walk into your destiny. That's what you've been talking about, walking into your destiny. Yes, you knew the beginning to the end. And so wisdom is what helps us to walk out God's plan Amen. for our lives. And we can't get it just by following other people. We have to go into the Word, let the Word of God train us and teach us, give us discernment and, and train to show us how, in fact, we follow Jesus' example. He Amen. said, I only do what my Father told me to do. Oh, come on, Jesus. Only said what my Father told me to say. And so that is following God, the plan of God and walking yeah. it out. The Holy well, Spirit can lead us so that we can do the right things, say the right right things and and we'll see good success. You know, we we just made up our mind, spiritually, physically, financially. When I married this woman on June 6, 1970. This woman. What well, he calls me this, this woman. woman. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, was, I, I, I didn't say the other I didn't say the other Mary. Kathy. <laughs> yeah. My name is Kathy. Yeah, Kathy. Kathy. Well, this was it. <laughs> and we've been we'll be married June the 6th of 2023, 53 years. This is it. Now watch this. If Jesus tarried till death do us part. Watch this. This is it. Now, what do you mean? Now, you nobody knows what's going to happen if one of us leave, if she goes home to be with the Lord before me or I go home to be with the Lord for her. But I'm, I'm going to talk for me. This is it. There's no, there, there'll never be another wife for me. Now, I know people say you shouldn't say that because you never know what you're going to go through. And I understand all that. Don't misunderstand. But I saw the beginning and the end. This is it. Yeah, we're planning to go together in the rapture. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> we believe in the rapture of the no, church. No, well, we said to death do us part. I, that's for me too, if, if she goes before me. Mm. Most of the time, the man goes before the woman. You know, it's the way it is. You know? We don't need to talk about most of the time. No, that's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, this is it. <laughs> this is it. And the reason why, I, 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 I've had people say, well, I, I, it just irritates me when they say that, well, but just a lot of women follow you, man. And I said, does that bother you? Why? You know what? I'm not tempted in that. Right here. This is it. You see, that's what I'm talking about. Wisdom. You get wisdom, you get understanding, and it'll work. Amen. Well, we're just about ready to come off the air. We've been going along. I didn't, my God, this was a, it went, went so fast here. I believe that the things you said and I said and what we've read from the Word have deposited wisdoms of, wisdom of, of big nuggets of wisdom into your heart right now. So let's pray for them before we yeah. go out today because we haven't done that. And also, I felt love of the Lord. Maybe if some of you will write in. You know, Joe, let me say this. We need to do one of them live things again where we can answer some questions. You know, people always say, boy, if I could just talk to Kathy or if I could just talk to Kathy. Um, yeah, we generally we need, tape this, and the next day it, it gets posted, it airs, you know. and people watch it. Well, we can do a live one week. if you like, right. whatever. And we used to, we done a, a few of them, but we, we can go back to doing that. Let's pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Yes. you gave us this subject today because you wanted people to, to pray for wisdom, to get wisdom, yes. get understanding, because it's the principal thing, and to Amen. cherish it like treasure. Amen. Father, I ask you to bless people spiritually, physically, and financially. Show them what to do, Touch when them, to do it, Jesus. where to do it, and how to do it. Hallelujah. in every area of their life. Hallelujah. And Lord, let them know that the joy of the Lord is their strength because they will make the right decision. I quote St. John 16, 13, I'll be it when the spirit of truth has come. He would guide us in all truth. Now that's wisdom. Right. Father, I decree and declare Thank you, Jesus. complete, complete answers to all yes, spiritual, physical, and financial problems in people's lives today. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. 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 I hope you enjoyed it. I don't know. This thing is so big. Maybe we ought to do a part two on this. I guess everything could be so big in the word of God. But until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. You get wisdom. You get understanding. See you next week. Bye-bye.